0: Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. It's counting down. Less than 24 hours to go as I sit here at 10 p.m. Wednesday night. We are literally, I can count the minutes almost. Not 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 straight away, I'm a maths teacher, I'm not that good. But we are minutes now away from our very first NAB Cup game, the start of a new AFL season. I'm the Mighty T, returning this year as host of the Collingwood Big Footy podcast. And I'm so excited to be here. So excited to be back and to get started. And let's just jump straight in. Gone Critical is my guest tonight. I'm also joined by Meg Pygall and Laurie Holden. Guys, let's start with you, Gone Critical. How are you today?
1: Uh, I'm I'm excited because uh tomorrow we play, and you know, we've been waiting a long time for this day, and uh go pies.
0: Go Pies, absolutely. Magpie girl, how are you tonight?
2: I'm fantastic, thanks, Mighty T. Also excited to have some, some football. I, I don't really consider this real football, but some football finally happening.
0: You know, I said that in the, NAB, in, the, uh, in the NAB game or in the challenge game against Hawthorne thread and I was held down by, I think it was legend, stat- legend status. We're going to have to have a talk about this. Uh, but that's okay, that's fine. Laurie, how are you tonight? I'm very good, thank you. Um, can't wait. I've got Foxtel installed and it's ready to rock for tomorrow night. I'm glad, I'm glad that we've all jumped on the Foxtel bandwagon, especially for this. This is important. Not, not the NAB, but the AFL season. It's upon us. And I think it's a good thing for us as a football club and as a supporter base, that is just around the corner because we want to put behind the season that was, we want to put it in our rearview mirror, but I think it's important to acknowledge it. Gone critical. It didn't end quite the way we wanted to. We started the season. I think we were eight and twelve. That's eight and twelve. Sorry, eight and four. And ended up missing the finals for the first time uh, in I think about seven or eight years. What were your thoughts on the end of the year? Were you disappointed?
1: Oh, absolutely disappointed. But it was it was a two edged sword because you know uh, it was a massive disappointment because we we looked good for a long time through the season and we had kids coming through, but that was what also gave me solace to say, well, the kids still kept coming and mm. you look through them and you just had expectation for what was going forward. So, yeah, it was a really disappointing end to the season. But at the same time, you had the, the expectation of what Broomhead was doing, of uh, what Kennedy was doing, what Paddy mm. Kinesis, you know, potentially was doing. So, you know, it's 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 led us into this year with a a new enthusiasm and optimism. So, yeah, I mean, it was two-edged, but uh, I'm I'm back onto the optimism.
0: There was there was definitely a silver lining to last year. And I think that, as you say, getting to see those kids, um, getting enough games into those kids late in the season and you could see the potential, you know, I, I, I mean, come round 15 or 16, that's what I was almost watching for, to see those glimpses um, of the future. And, looking forward into this year um, we come into this year and I don't really have that many expectations of the club but I want to see improvement and I think we are going to see improvement. With that in mind, uh, I think that we have been uh, written off by a lot of journalists um, wrongly um, considering it is it's still February by my watch so I don't I, I, I still fully expect
1: us to challenge the finals this year do you agree? Oh, absolutely. I, I expect it slightly more than challenge. I'm, look, I, I'd be a little bit disappointed. I mean, look, we all want to make finals, of course, but I think we missed what by a game and a bit of percentage last year. We had a terrible run with injuries, yeah. and we've got a lot of kids coming through. So I can, see, I can see all sorts of reasons why maybe it doesn't pan out for us, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I can see all sorts of reasons why it will. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with the optimistic view that I think we can we, – Given luck with a good run with injuries, and then I expect we'll be in the hunt for finals. And I'd be I'd be expecting us to be, you know, deep into it in towards August and fighting for a spot. If not already secured a spot, I'd be disappointed if we're not at least, you know, considering that option late in the year. I love the optimism. I think that's fantastic, and I
0: think it's driven by. Um, what I'm sure would have been an excellent showing at uh, the intra club match this past Thursday. I know you had the chance to go mm-hmm. down, Empire Girl, I know you were there as well. Um, share some sh- share some thoughts with me. I wasn't able to go down myself, but how did we look,
1: and what particularly impressed you? Oh, I, I thought the first there was. Hang on, a many? I'm not sure if it's two or three words, but the first thing that impressed me was Jordan Dagui. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he. He just stepped up immediately to the pace of the game. He was strong. He he just didn't look out of place at all. So, I, I mean, I, the, he's the kid now I'm focusing on because I'd really love to see... I, I've got a, a bit of an expectation that he's going to be stepping right into senior footy. He may not play first round or something, but he'll play a lot of senior footy this year and he'll be an impressive kid. So, I, I love the look of him on the intra-club.
0: Okay, fantastic. That, that's always good to hear.
1: Magpie Girl, what did you think?
2: Well, I thought they looked really fit. They looked fast. Um, it, was, it was very hard to tell them all apart um, and very hard to see anything unless it was in front of you. But um, but by the time we sort of sorted out who was who and um, Vicky Park kept looking up all the numbers because we couldn't remember who whose number had changed to what, Um But eventually we got them all sorted out and look, it just, it was, there were those few moments, I know it's been spoken about a bit on the board, but those few moments in the second half or third quarter where Swan got the ball and just did Swan magic and you just, you know, you could just feel his excitement and and that just. Mm. led to him uh, going, oh, wow, this is you know going to be so good. Yeah. So.
1: I think that was the other big thing he came away from, thinking Swanee's back. And, you know, I think we've been – I mean, I think a guy that's been five times All-Australian, you know, all the accolades in the world and has an injury-ridden season, geez, we've given him uh, – we shouldn't – he's 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 had one down year in five years, six years, you know. And I think he's back. He, he looked fantastic. He – he – he looked like he he just cuts way through those players sometimes without having to try and uh he looked great
0: yeah, we're we're, talk, we're talking about a guy here that really you know arrived on the scene in two thousand and seven um when he i think was top three in the Brownlow, and his only down year has been eight years after that when he's in his, you know, when he's just touching thirty um mm-hmm. he's, he's He's an impressive player, and when you had so many players down like we did um, as I, as I said right off the bat, writing us off is just a ridiculous idea. Um, aside from aside from the, the veterans like Swanee who, who looked good and uh, De who looked quite good, um, I'm interested in from a uh, a game style perspective. You know, how did we? What sort of tactical things did you see or did you notice that you were either impressed
1: with or that you thought were a bit lacking in the game? What, how are we playing? Oh, I, I I must say it was it was a hard game to watch because there wasn't a lot of style to it it looked at times it looked like the under 12s right um so there was a lot of enthusiasm I I I I found it hard to see a real game plan in that match but it was also that if you if you've been to that ground in the twilight with the lights coming on seeing what's happening on the other side of the ground was very difficult so It it was difficult to perceive, you know, really difficult to pick what was happening. But I I couldn't say I I picked out anything different or special from what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was really more a focus on the players. um, And probably we're looking at the young players. And we're also looking at, uh, I thought that Travis Varco looked as though he'd stepped in really well. Jesse White looks as though he's lost a lot of weight and... You know, there's a whole whole range of guys that just looked a bit different. I guess. I mean, I've, I've done a have done a
0: full 180 on Varco. I was completely against his recruitment. I didn't think he added much to the side. And you then realise he's played almost 200 games, and he's he's a veteran of grand finals, and you you can see his value to the team, not just on the field, but in a leadership capacity. Mm. And and mind, you were a team now there was an article on the AFL site today, where Nathan Brown at 26 feels like one of the elder statesmen at the club. When he's you know yeah. he's he's mid twenties, but that's the role he has to assume. So, well,
1: I but, think I think the other interesting point on that because I looked this up yesterday is, we've we named a squad of twenty nine, and there's four guys in that twenty nine that have played more than a hundred games, and I think a hundred and thirty game. I think Barker actually has played one hundred and thirty eight games, and that was yeah that was the highest game of anyone who's going to play tomorrow. We are an incredibly young unit, you know, mm. and um. We've just got potential, but I think we, we, with our youth, we're going to have to expect some ups and downs.
0: Oh, of course. Incon- inconsistency is the mark of a young team. And, and we were inconsistent. Um, well, look, I, I think we were consistently okay for the start of the year, then consistently bad for the back end of the year. Um, and yeah. that was expected. But I think that we are going to – we should expect a level of – Fluctuation from these kids as they, you know, try to adapt to AFL level. We're all talking, you know, talking up, you know, Nathan Freeman as you know as a guy who's going to come in and make an impact, but he's also missed an entire year of football. So there's got to be a next. We've got to temper our expectations because he's not going to come in and have 25 disposal games and,
1: and 10 games apart. It's it's just not going to happen off the bat. I think I think that's right. I think your Freemans, even your Duguys, who I've wrapped up at the moment, I I think the guys who we really should have expectation are is your Marley Williams, yep. your Sinclairs, your Seedsmans, your Fasalos, your Paddy Carnesis. Now, these guys that have been they're up around 50 games, they've played four or five years in the system. Taylor Adams would be another one. You know, they they should be guys that are ready to step up and even put in Kennedy and um, Broomhead. That's where I think that's, you could, if you get half a dozen of those guys really stepping up quickly, mm. that's where we'll really improve and that's when we become a finals threat.
0: Yeah, and those, and these players, this group of players that we're talking about, they're all going to reach that 50 game to 70 game mark around the same time. Yeah, it might be a season or two seasons away for some of them, but. Now, that's still well within the range of, you know, Pendlebury being at the club in his prime, Travis Cloak still being at the club, you know, side bottom hitting 25, 26 at that point in time. It, it's still, it's going to be... And I really commend Buckley for going down this route, you know, and, and just to explain that, you know, yes, okay, we probably should have capitalised on won another premiership with the list we had, all well and good. But the fact that now the list that we have coming through will be competing with the likes... Of GWS, Gold Coast, um, you know, potentially Melbourne if they get their act together. But these teams that have sat and hoarded talent, these teams are going yeah. to come through eventually. It'll happen, and it's happening with Gold Coast sooner than we think. So we want to be competitive for the long haul. You know, it's it's not it's not just about a short term fix. And I think that I think that that's
1: that's important to remember. Absolutely, I think I think I think that's a really important point to say that. Whatever the changeover has happened and that's ancient history, we've really got to get past that. Mm. But Buckley's big task now is to say we've got Cloak, Reed, um, Swan still, Pendles, Sidies a bit younger, you know, Nathan Brown. But we want the we need these guys to still be around while we fast track these other groups yep. that we've spoken about. If we can his job is to mesh those two groups to become successful in the next 2 to 3 to 4 seasons that's where we really should be aiming i think
0: and and the truth is um and you know we we have to be realistic about this the truth is if if we don't see improvement as a club i think that's when we can start questioning his tenure as coach but at this point in time i see this as his season now where he has the team he wants he has the list he wants the right players at the club um and a development process in place that he will seek to execute um and if if it works out, it works out. If not, well, we may just have to look elsewhere. But I'm of the opinion that um, it'll it'll pay dividends. Uh, yeah.
1: And and wouldn't you love just to see him get an injury free run? I want him to see. I want him to have a oh. chance to have an injury free season, to put his boys forward and say this is what we can do, yeah. and then we can judge him.
0: I completely agree. Speaking of uh, speaking of being judged, we. Uh, we come up against our perennial executioner tomorrow, um, the Hawks. I don't know when the last time was that we beat them. I think it might have been the twenty eleven prelim. Um, that was and that was worth beating them. <laughs> and, and that was very much worth beating them. That's oh, yeah. tomorrow. Um, it is only a NAB Cup game. We are going over there without Swanee, Cloak and Pendles, um, you know, the, the holy trio, and Reed. Um, but
1: what are we expecting from tomorrow night? I mean, what are, what are we looking for as supporters? I think as supporters, we're looking – we don't want to blow out. Oh, look, they've, they've got a stronger squad than we've got, and they're clearly more experienced, and that's partly because their list is more experienced, But and we've taken a young list out of a young list. So I think we're looking for a reasonable showing, and we want to see – we want to see – Who's Who puts their hand up first to step up? Because there's a whole group of them there now. And the I'd be really interested to see if you could see in within that group and ask them how are you guys feeling? Because they must feel that internal competition because, yeah. you know, some of them are going to fall back and some of them aren't. So tonight's the first chance they get to stake their claim. Mm-hmm. And I want to see who's going to stake their claim tomorrow.
0: Because when you look at it, you know, and the conversation can be made, and it's quite difficult currently to pick our best 22, that we only have – Six or seven guys that would be lock ins for the twenty two maybe ten if we stretched it out to a couple of fringe players that that really deserved it based on a bit of longevity, but that next twenty odd guys on the list, it's tight, it's very mm. close, you know guys like you know you you mentioned before Marley williams sinclair seedsman, you know these guys are the ones that should be stepping up and and with that in mind they
1: should have they should be looking over their shoulder at what's chasing them, mm. yeah. Because, Cause at the end of the year, it's going to be it's going to be Carnesis or Fasolo, or maybe it's both of them that will have entrenched themselves in the twenty two, yeah. and someone else will have missed out, and they will have changed their whole career completely. So they're they're on tender hooks. All these guys tonight, tomorrow night. I would have thought they're yeah, a lot of them are playing for a spot in the list and for their careers.
0: I, I think I think you'll find young uh, young Patrick to is particularly enthused tomorrow night to, to to put in a good showing. Um, yeah, and he and he'd want to too. This is yeah, this is this is big ticket for him. He, he tore up a NAB Cup two years ago and didn't get a chance to show his wares at AFL yeah. level. This is this is big
1: moments for him. Yeah, um, he's absolutely five seasons into his career, and he's got to step up now. And he's got the talent and. You know, wouldn't wouldn't you love to see him cut it up? Oh, I, I absolutely would. I, I, as, a, as a as a
0: Greek myself, I'd like to see successful Greek players in the AFL. Um, there haven't been that many, and unfortunately, the best of them played for Carlton. But anyway, I digress.
1: Um, he was in, he was in my kids' school year group, so I've got a little soft spot to him for him too. <laughs> Patrick.
0: Yeah. 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 No. Look, and and and, and a really good kid um from, from from all reports he's uh, a fantastic individual but you know looking past that you know we we've, we've got a bunch of new guys who are coming in to try and stake their claim jack crisp i think is one that really will play yeah, around yeah. one he's he's shown uh, a lot since coming over to the club and again one that i didn't you know, I, I wasn't happy about that beams trade either way but he's one that's that's really shown a lot of promise so i'm looking for big things for him tomorrow
1: yeah. Yeah, well, and again, he has to be here. Although he's another one, an obvious one to say, right? You've got to now. It's time for you now to step up and make yourself an AFL footballer. Because if you're going to, it's mm. going to be this year that you make your move.
0: How, how will you measure success this year, Goncalo? Like, what, what's what's a pass mark for you? What are the, what are some of the uh, the I indicators think, that you want us to reach?
1: I think as long as we get a run with a fit team, I, I want to make finals, but I don't think that's the absolute pass, mate. I think it's to see that there's enough development in the team to mm-hmm. say that we are now, we we now have a, a process to go forward with and we have a group to go forward with that will develop in a relatively quick time to mesh our older A-grade players. And they're not that old, but I mean, they, they've, they've they're at their peak now, so I want the younger guys to come through quickly. So I want to see whether it's DeGUI and the really new kids or whether it's Kinesis for Solo and Sinclair and these guys, I want to see a handful of from each group step up and say, At the end of the year, I'm a bloody good AFL footballer and I'm gonna make Collingwood better in the next few years. That's my passport. I want, to, I
0: want those guys to make life incredibly difficult for Nathan Buckley every Thursday night. I want him to hate leaving players out because that's how good the list is. Yes, yes. Because that's, that's, that, that's, that's my pass mark for the team. Absolute competition and depth within our list so that you know when it comes that time, when next year comes round, you, know, you want to struggle to cut three players off the list. That, that's your aim every year. To say, okay, I, I can't pick who's, who's off the list now. Um, as you say, I don't think I don't think finals is the be all and end all for us this year. It's certainly an expectation of mine um, and, and a goal. It, would, it should be a goal within the club because if you're not if you're not aiming to play finals, then really you shouldn't be in the competition. Yeah. But as as you say, I think that that injury free run, that mesh of the young
1: and the old, and let's see what we can accomplish. Let's see what we can do this year. Maybe it's enough to say no one gets picked by default. You get picked mm-hmm. because. There was two blokes who really deserved it and you were the one that got lucky. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We have an injury-free or, you know, a relatively injury-free year so that it creates a level playing field for for everyone to, um, you know, really earn a spot in the team.
0: Absolutely. Well, I guess all will be revealed tomorrow night. I think the first bounce is at about 7 o'clock, 730 I'm not sure, to be honest. Check your local guides. Um, but it should be an interesting game. I, I I, think we'll be quite competitive. I think that we'll be more competitive than people think um, because and I think and I think that'll be the case for, for most of the early part of the season. No one knows where we are. Not even our supporters know where we are as a club at the moment. I think we're all in a little bit of limbo. Are we rebuilding? Are we challenging? Where are we? But mm. I think that that's part of the excitement of having – you know, our, our list being this position. So, frankly, I'm looking forward to having a quick watch tomorrow night. Um, I won't put too much stock in it, but I'll be having a look and seeing those guys that uh, that come out to impress.
2: Well, there's still four or five weeks to the actual start of the season, isn't there?
0: Yeah, something like that. I think yeah. it's yeah. the last week of March.
2: Yeah, so there's you know, there's still a lot of oh yeah, it's not what happened in the next. Um, few weeks yeah. tomorrow is the first step yeah
0: at this point in time i'd like to introduce specious argument who well on saturday started a little thread that uh, kind of sent our board into a bit of a frenzy um i won't say too much about it um if you've seen it you you you'll know a bit a bit of information about it but i'll, I'll let specious talk about specious nice for you to join us thanks for having me so tell us tell us a little bit more that's for the people who haven't uh, haven't seen your thread and who are listening to this for the first time Would you mind uh, just explaining uh, what it it is you, well, you you came a long way across from the Adelaide board to to, to see us. Um, Tell us your story.
3: Yeah, so um, my wife and I have been fostering for about six months since we got accredited. Um, We've had um, 11 kids through our house now. Um, The two that are with us were originally only going to be with us for a month, but um, the arrangements for where they're going next kind of broke down and, and DHS have changed the arrangements and things like that so at the moment they're, they're with us kind of indefinitely um, you Now, one of them is a little 18 month old girl, she's gorgeous, she doesn't speak yet um, her sister I asked the other day what footy team do you support um, you know, hoping I'd be able to get in early and, and you know, get her in some <laughs> red, yellow and blue hoops but she was adamant that it was Collingwood and she wouldn't be persuaded so I had a bit of a think about it and um, and I thought i oh, know I'll, I'll see if I'll see if any of you guys have got you know a, an old jumper or a scarf or something like that so that she can um, you know when we go along with the game she'll she'll feel part of the community and and uh, things like that so posted a thread hoping that you know there'd be a jumper but thinking a, a member's scarf or something like that would 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 be lovely and the thread's kind of taken off and I'm you know shocked at at what what a positive reception this got! I never thought anyone would be, you know, unpleasant about it, but I, I didn't have any idea that it would kind of take off as, as much as it has. So what what I guess we've got a thread going. Uh, Magpie Girls started an appeal. Um, originally, somebody offered to um, buy her a, a jumper. So the money that was being donated that was going to go for a jumper is was then put towards members' tickets. Um, then Anzac Day spoke to the club and organised tickets for um, for her and, and myself to go to the games this year. So now I'm going to end up going to more Collingwood games than, than Crows games. Yep. Uh, which you. she's pretty happy about. Um, tell me, guys, are, there, are you going to play finals this year? Is it going to be entertaining games? Absolutely. <laughs> uh,
2: um, look. Yes, yeah, uh, Is the word.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We are, we are positive people here at Collingwood. Um, yes, <laughs> we will be playing finals this year. I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe of the work you do, mate. This is um, this is this is incredible stuff, um, and I think that that's you know that, that sentiment is reflected through our entire board. Um, we're, we're all we're all very touched and very impressed, and I think that's why you've gotten such a ground of support.
3: Thank you. Um, I, I, before we were talking, I think you mentioned that you know you wanted me to give you a bit of an idea of. of you know, fostering and what's involved, um, is that still the case?
2: Yeah, give us a quick rundown, yeah. All
3: right. So basically um, what what we do, there, there's different levels of foster caring. There's um, emergency care, respite care and, and kind of ongoing care. And so we, when we signed up, we said we'd be happy to do to do each. Um, so the, the emergency care, we get a phone call at any time of day um, and we get, um, you know, a little rundown, we've got these two kids, these are the ages, do you feel like you can take them on? Um, and that's how we've got the majority of the kids through, because uh, we were silly enough to say, you can call us 24 hours. Um, then we got uh, respite care, we got a couple of girls come stay with us for a week when their foster carer wasn't, um, wasn't able to care for them, she had a sick relative, she had to go on and visit. Um, and the girls we've got now, as I mentioned, they were gonna be with us for a month because their, their previous foster care placement broke down and the placement that they were gonna to go to near their school, uh, or near the, the older one's school, um wasn't accredited yet, so we were just gonna have them for a month while I got accredited. But as I mentioned that that accreditation didn't go through. Um so now yeah, we've got we've got the two living with us and we've actually ended up moving house. Um we got a we got a notice to vacate because the owner was selling, so we thought that was a good opportunity that so we're now gonna be Five minutes from the girls' school, and see how we go from there.
0: Oh, that's um, yeah, that, that that's awesome. Like, I I, sh- I can't think of any other word to uh to describe it. That's that's absolutely brilliant, man. I'm um, I'm I'm very impressed, and um and and, obvi- and obviously you know she's she's a bright child. She's made the right choice. Collingwood is a great club. Um, <laughs> and look, and 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 I. I I just think it's awesome that you're supporting that and supporting her, supporting the club. Um, that's that's super, um, and uh, yeah, very, very impressive. Certainly, uh, certainly, I'm very, very taken aback. Very impressed.
3: I I, I posted some photos of uh, my biological daughter on the uh, on the thread that we've got going, and um, my wife's often asked me. My wife's Victorian and um, grew up. Carlton was her team, but she never really followed football, so she's adopted the Crows. But with my daughter, I kind of have said to my wife, I'm not going to push the Crows on her because if she does get into footy, I want her to be able to you know, go to more games and, and be more involved and had to be Collingwood.
2: She's looking very beautiful in black and white.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and one other thing, this has gone critical now, um, spacious, uh on SEN today, interestingly, they had Josh Jenkins on, one of your guys, who has he was brought up in a foster system and um, spoke really really nicely today about the woman that had taken him and his sister and his brother over. So if, I think if anyone's also interested in that, you could look onto uh, SEN today and see Josh Jenkins' interview because he's very much involved in the same thing that you are. And as we say, it's fantastic what you've done.
3: Yeah, I, I did see that, that thread, uh, that, that link to that uh, article. Uh, I, I had no idea. Uh, in in the press foster caring the the only stories that make the news are where something's gone wrong there's either been some child abuse there's been some child neglect and and it's horrible when those things happen but the reality is they are a a minuscule fraction of of what's happening Now, i'm not going to say the system's perfect it definitely isn't um there's lack of funds at every level there's lack of volunteers um for fostering um and you know there are there are some policy changes that, that could be made to improve things, but, again, it comes back to, to funding, really. So what, what I say to people, if they want to help out, if they want to make a difference, the, the best way to improve the foster system is for more good people to volunteer. And that, that doesn't mean taking on children full-time the way my wife and I have. Um, you can do things like respite care I mentioned before. Um, you can do things like taking some children for one weekend a month. Um, I've, I've got friends who, who do that. Uh, some of the people I went through training with do that and you you treat it like a, a, a weekend holiday you can spoil the kids because they're not you know with you full time you're not having to teach them life lessons you you just have the freedom to spoil them so if if you're interested look it up um, respite care is a way to go to dip your feet into the water without any real um, burden on yourself and you know, it, they always they always push on us that we've got the right to say no at any time if there's a placement that isn't working if there's a placement you don't want to take if you say no that's the end so if you're thinking about it I'd encourage you to look into it a bit more um, but if it's if it's not right for you stay clear but if, if it's something you, you might be interested in I, I encourage you to give it a go
2: well I'd like to just I'd like to thank all the pies members that have rallied so well in response to your story I think it's been a tremendous um, a tremendous response and a great outpouring of um, of willingness to to help and
3: uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, as I said, going in, I was hoping that there'd be a second-hand jumper, but I'm just amazed at, at the amount that people have given and and keep on giving. It's you know, I'm I'm a little embarrassed actually, you know, to see such a positive response. So, yeah, you know, it, it's it's really lovely to see.
2: I think you might have to make up a member name for her. She seems to be fast becoming a mascot or something for our board. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. And we want I'll, pictures. That's I'll, I'll get her. I'll get her a screen name. She can make her own
0: posts. I like it. That's fantastic. fantastic. Well, great work, Species. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I, I look forward to, and, I, and I'll put in a special request. Have you back in a few weeks when we're talking about the Crows game and, uh, and obviously your your new mixed feelings towards it. <laughs> um, but uh but thank you so much for coming on um, and having a chat with us um oh, thank,
3: thank you thank you absolutely um, as I said it's you know you can see the photos on the on the thread if you haven't been there, I encourage you to have a look she's got a massive smile on her face, and she asked me where she asked me where all this Collingwood stuff came from, and i said well you know i've got I've got some friends on the internet, and I told them that you like Collingwood and they just they've just sent you all this stuff so she's she has no idea how much more is coming. She's um, the first the first package is opened. She wants to take it to school to show everyone tomorrow. It's gorgeous.
0: No, that's, fan- that's fantastic. Look, I, th- I think I speak for everyone when uh, when I commend you on your work and your efforts. And um, look, you know what? what we will uh, we'll talk again soon. I look forward to seeing some more photos. And uh, and thanks so much for for coming on and, and having a chat.
3: Thank you. Hope you don't have to edit it down too much.
0: Well, guys, I'd like to thank you all for for joining us tonight. I, I know we're trying to keep these uh, keep these tighter than usual. Magpie girl, I'm sorry, I I, I do I do waffle a bit, but um, I want to thank everyone for for joining us. I especially want to thank Specious Argument for coming on and and sharing his bit. Um, yeah, that, I've been very impressed with his work, as I've said. Um, but thank you very much, Gone Critical, for uh, for coming on tonight. You've been a great oh. sport. I hope you've enjoyed it. I oh, loved it, loved it. Talking about
1: Collingwood, who wouldn't? <laughs>
0: Absolutely, Magpie Girl, same to you. Thank you so much for being uh, ever-present on the board and and being here as well tonight. Uh,
1: Thanks,
2: Mighty T.
0: And Laurie, thanks for all your help recording too, by the way. No problem, thank you. And Until next week, uh, we'll have a comprehensive wrap-up of the game uh, and all your news Collingwood. Um, This is the Mighty T signing out.